0: The 13th floor. floor, floor, floor.
1: The 13th floor. floor. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the 13th floor where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views are amazing. I am moderator B Jones, and I got some of the extra guys on today. Been a long time. Mr. Faison, what's going on?
2: what's up y'all what's going on everybody um yeah life's good life is good
1: with the super bowl hat on bragging no anyway. nah,
2: the light it's the light i i gotta have light on but it hurts the eyes so oh yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Right. and
2: yeah, i need a haircut too so
1: <laughs> bad, <laughs> haircut doing bad. filthy animal <laughs> wednesday. Lift up, wednesday lift it up wednesday Cj, what's happening brother all good baby.
3: what's the all flavor good. of the week this week man Say say what again? So what's the flavor of the week this week? I'm home, baby. Like you don't see the gray background behind I'm home. I don't <laughs> got the hotel. Space. I'm good. <laughs> Excited. This I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm this is the first week I think since the school year started that I haven't traveled one day overnight. Okay. Enjoying that good family time. Cooking dinner this evening. Yup. We doing science in the middle of science fair season. Already? Yeah, they do parts of it. Do mid-November, so they got the experiments going on now with collecting data and all that stuff. Wow. Pop off early. Right. I'm gate. Remember, I got three going at one time, so... Yeah, you working. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All the way They don't do no simple stuff. I I, I refuse to do that basic... Ain't ain't no
0: volcanoes going on, man. Come on, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Bad boy Fresh, man. We heard you. What's going on? Man, we out here. You know how it goes. See, I'm in the Bat layer. You know.
1: Yeah, man. When's when's uh, when's your movie come out, bro?
0: Man, I can't uh, give an exact drop date. You know, we're doing a lot of refinement. Um, we had to work with a couple new directors, but everything is, you know, still underway. We looking good. You know, movie stay shot.
4: Come on, man. I'm about to say, man. You 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 totally botched that. You supposed to say every day is a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That would have
1: been more fresh light. But, you know, we got to ease on back into this thing. You can catch up to full speed in a minute. Coach K, what's going on, uh, man?
4: I'm, I'm in here. I'm here. Everybody else said, you know, we out here. I'm in here.
1: Don't be in, man. You know what I'm saying? I know you got your CarMax max on and everything, but, you know.
4: Well, you know how it is, man. Just running from one thing to the next, so I ain't have time. You know, I don't like to get on here and give them free advertising.
1: <laughs> no, nah, but the shirt games be uh pretty on point now. So, you know. T-shirts, uh, you know,
4: game? I got to figure out a couple different things dude. do. You know, the life of a GM. You know, you got to just can't show up and just regular stuff.
1: Yeah, I hear that, right? How you just toss that out there, like, all nice and silent. You know, the life, of, you know, life of a GM. Do. You
4: know, we, we do things. A little, a little drop. You know, Faison knows what I'm talking about, man. You just can't, especially when you're my color, you
2: can't look like everybody else. Exactly. <laughs> what you can do though is you cannot shave and use that as <laughs> much you want. That it will fly. <laughs> what,
1: I'm working, what you man. You know, I'm saying it's almost November and I'm ready.
2: No, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm saying you could, you could definitely like use it. Oh, you know, I, I can't shave. I get bumps. You can use that to
4: your advantage. Oh, I'm going to use that back man, in they got so many sure. out It now. hasn't been a problem since.
1: They got so many different kits out now that's supposed to help with that. I saw a commercial the other day. I think it was a new Gillette razor or something. They
4: got the black man on there with the, they got some of the new smooth rubber piece around it or whatever. You know, you know, it's hilarious. They never get it right though. <laughs> <laughs> what do you they mean? always talk about, oh, this new razor. And doesn't give you any um, razor burn. And it's, 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 uh, it's gentle on your skin. Hello, newsflash, razor people. It's not our skin that's the problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's
0: so cold blooded, right? And that is exactly what they try to make it out to be, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, it's these oh, four and five
1: razors, razor's, razor's they trying skin to throw ain't up the in problem. Skin. Yeah, four and five razors and everything. <laughs> Crazy. Glad I don't have those problems. But I have seen uh my boss actually. Shaves every day, no razor bumps. Uh, I don't know how he does it, but he gets. Away if you,
2: there. I think if you if you shave consistently like that over time, you adjust and it, it, your body adjust, your hair adjusts to that process. I think it has leg. a
0: lot to do with your skin because I've never had a razor bump <laughs> issue in my life. This is um
2: also, Ian. Let's talk about the grade of hair you have.
0: I, so well, so both of those hair things, hair. I definitely agree, <laughs> play a huge like. If you definitely when you mm-hmm. have those.
2: The the heart that the, the title
0: exactly those that straight, heart the curl
2: the curls, curls back the, um, into your yeah. face
0: and is just like clenching
4: your teeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Sometimes it's not even that though. Like sometimes if, like if I cut a piece of my hair, the remaining piece is so sharp. That I've I've literally been shaving and had a piece of hair stuck in my knuckle.
0: <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> I've knuckle. done that. I've done that. I actually had one that that. Uh, I think the last time, well, one of the last times I got uh, my beard trimmed up and like my mustache, when the barber did it, one of the hairs fell out and like literally it my leg, stabbed in my <laughs> lip. And I could feel it like I was, like, there's something <laughs> numb going on. What is this? And yeah, it was actually a hair. So I definitely have had that.
3: Yeah. Facts. So,
1: question is the the urban legend about the the shaving more like even if you don't have any hair like does that act, did that actually work for you guys to like get you to grow your full beards in or were y'all just you know blessed genetically
0: definitely not blessed genetically this was this was a lot of um growing ugly shaving off growing ugly shaving off getting some you know nice adapted pieces that it was you know First, it was a, a a nice mustache, and it turned to a nice goatee with a little something, and then you know the goatee was all types of different ways, and then slowly, but surely, you know, started going down on these gondolas. <laughs> 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 wow.
3: Gloriousness
0: just
4: exudes. Wow. <laughs> it's
1: all
4: over across with it. Is- Um, I would say mine is partially genetics because I've had. A beard shoot. I remember it's like
0: Morgan Freeman. It's I remember like winning, just had I remember that winning. Old face forever.
4: <laughs> I remember winning a contest at GameWorks when Art worked at GameWorks and they had a beard contest and I won because I had to finish beard. That's a long time ago. <laughs> wow. Mm. I forgot
3: about him working a good lord.
4: i put it to you this way. I remember when NBA 2K came out, Ian had it. 2000? Was it 2000? Yep. Yes. Yes, and the when, literal
0: first drop. Yeah. And, and when I designed my
4: character, he had a beard because I had a beard.
0: Jesus, wow. That's that's saying a lot. That's that's a great way
3: to put it in perspective, too, by the way.
4: Yep.
3: How many kids weren't well, even born back Good Good Lord, kid. let's keep moving.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, I want to start with the weekend, fellas. Um, I know we got some proud parents. Uh, she's not on the podcast right now. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, Gina, shout out to Gina. Um, <laughs> but you had uh, a yeah, – Who who's playing
3: football? Is it Mason? It's Cameron playing. Cameron. Cameron. Cam playing football. How'd he do this weekend, man? So the team won. The team won again. Everything he had. He had a couple plays in, in the game, but it was like the last play of the game. Um, they were up, but still, the the other team had the ball. Last went for a pass down the field. He had the interception and ran it back. Got half field. He one more should tackle it. Um, should pull. He would have uh, went all the way. Um, but you know, proud mama. <laughs> as soon as he got the ball, you. you. You can't want to hear anything else on the video. It's just like. Yeah, I mean, like if she Go could ahead. probably I'm gonna drop
0: it. I'm gonna drop it right here ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead oh, and listen. yes, please here. drop it right here because
4: I also feel like that was probably yes, the same baby! noise that happened when, when he was conceived.
0: 100 oh, 100%, yeah, 100%.
3: Yeah, baby. That's my baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to confirm or deny. I a statement on the table. Yes. I Yes! <laughs> you gotta get me <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh man, sounds like it was a great weekend all around. Well, here's the
3: thing: he don't watch the podcast, so I'm safe. I'm good. Ah, there it is. Oh, 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 I'm gonna... oh! oh. oh, oh. Who, is that? Who is that? Come on maybe, in, mic drop,
0: mic drop.
1: Hey, so is he? Uh, <coughs> is he actually
3: into the game though? Like he, he's, he's like he's getting there. Yeah. Um, so he's, we're, we're talking about more about what he want to do. We talked some more the weekend after that game, really, because, um, you know, right now they're just trying to get used to the game, get all the positions. They rotate everybody in. You play offense and you play defense. Um, but, again, they what they watch on the pros and on college is not how they can play on the field. So it's about getting that mindset about – because they got a couple of charging calls on them because they want to rush as soon as <laughs> – like, you got a couple calls. Like, yellow flag, I'm like, come on, coach on um, ref, but whatever. They're, they're learning um, learning the basics of the game, so they're, they're all good. Um, this is this his first year? He played, they both played when they were younger, probably about, he was probably about five, Mason about seven. So it's been a good five, six years since they played. Um, mm. But he really wants to get into it, so we're, we're talking about it and uh, different options out there. So.
1: so in this time frame, what measurable growth have you
3: seen in him, Cameron? The basic thing is just focus as far as where the coach, because they coach, they, um, they got volunteer coaches, but the guy who's coaching uh, the team right now, Coach Rowe, um, he, he coaches Optimus down here in Florida. So he mm. has the fundamentals, the background, and is working with them side by side like me. Like, I can go and shoot some things, but I can't even act right now because even because of technical things, like, my shoulder is so messed up. I can't throw a football right now. Mm. Like, I don't really go in details. Y'all probably didn't even know it, but, like, my shoulder is so messed up right now, like I can barely do anything major besides a, a handoff, or whatever. Um, that's something I'm working on. But I can't work with him one on one. So I'm trying to get him in a position where those other people they can not work with him and get him on teams and the fundamentals down, like, and possibly even putting him back in for this session and the winter session of flag football. Does he get some more reps in there, get some more practice, and get under the belt? So as we move into spring and summer and next year and going to next year, we can talk about putting on the pads or not.
1: Okay. Now, would you say Cameron is, like, really, like, hard on himself on the field? Like, is he really, like, competitive? Or is he, like, really patient with himself and just, like, I'm going to learn it and I'm going to grow into it and I'm going to get there, you know, when I get there?
3: It's a mix. It depends on – I think he tries to – he's like his dad. He tries to carry – he's upset about he let his team down, if Mm -hmm. something goes. It's not really a personal thing. But he mm-hmm. takes it more on. I let the team down, or I didn't make this play for the team. So it's it's more that burden, and not really the a skill like he, a skill deficit that he sees right now. I believe mm-hmm. it's more of like I didn't perform for the team, so that way we we had to turn over the ball, or I dropped that pass, so now it's it's fourth down, and we gotta go for it, or not, like whatever. Mm-hmm. So
1: well, the reason I ask is because um, and I'm just trying to kind of gauge like uh generational differences Mm -hmm. at this point because i had a had a conversation maybe last week sometime um and it it centered around patience um and the phrase you know patience is a virtue kind of came up um but it was targeted at my age group and younger and basically that we are very impatient um individuals for you know just long story short we're just very impatient individuals we want what we want, whether it be in life and the workplace, and we're very hastily trying to get there, and quite possibly making a lot of mistakes or putting more on ourselves than we can actually handle uh, when it comes to certain situations. Um, and you know, falling in that generation, I feel a couple of different ways about it um, because I do think that there is a a haste or um, intent behind how we move and getting to the, getting to the things that we want to achieve in life or in our workplace or whatever, whatever our hearts may desire. Mm -hmm. Um, But I see that it's commonly misconstrued by the older generation and sometimes there's a disconnect. And I think we may have spoken on that before. And if we can fix it, you know, between us, then there's quite possibly a greater chance that we'll be able to make that connection through our, you know, with our younger generation that comes behind us, I think it's a little unfair to kind of peg a, a teenager or a child as impatient, because they have to grow into that a little bit, you know, they have to develop that. Um, but when you get into, you know, your younger adult years, and you have to start making these decisions, maybe patience, you know, would be a, a better virtue to have, instead of being gung ho. Uh, so I just kind of throw that out there to get you know, what you guys kind of uh, think about it and what you kind of have
4: experienced in your realm.
3: Anybody want to
4: jump in no Yeah, we're going to be patient and wait for Art to come back and answer that. Yeah, because ah! I made it.
1: Ah! You ah! camera
4: off. Um, <laughs> man, you know, I usually try to go after everybody else, but I'll go ahead and go. Uh, so what I would say is that I don't think, Your generation has an issue. Um, People say you guys want immediate gratification. And I don't think that's what it is. And really, I don't think it's something that the older generation should shy away from either. There is a difference between, between being quick to know what you want and then being patient to get it as opposed to you're just impatient and you want results now. No, I think what it is, is that your generation, um, and I put up quotation marks, everybody, um, you guys decide really quickly what your goals are and, and, and what you're here for, right? The part that the older generation sees is they think because you guys are so quick To figure out what you want and what you wanna do, that you lack patience. And that's really not it. It's that whole patience is a virtue, or um, if you take it to a religious standpoint, well, you know, if it's for you, God willing, you'll have it. Um, You know, that type of mentality makes us hesitate and we wait and we wait and we wait. And I think we've gotten to a point where we've evolved to. No, I'm going to decide what I want and then work for it. And in deciding what you want quickly, as I said, the patience part now comes in. Once you decide it, it doesn't mean you're necessarily going to get that right away. And I think it doesn't matter what generation you are. There are people that once they decide what they want, they want it now. Um, And that's the part where things may not happen for you the way you think. And you've got to be patient and wait for things to evolve and put in the work that will get you there. But I think right now, the older generation just looks at you guys and just like, oh, man, these millennials, they just want immediate gratification. No, they decide very quickly what they want. They don't wait for anybody to give it to them to tell them this is what you should do. They move and then that's it. The things happen after that. Nobody sticks around to watch and see what you guys are going to do.
3: I think part of it, I totally agree with you, but I think part of that, too, is the older generation because of the consequences that came around with making some of those decisions, they were very slow in, act- in making action and taking action toward that. Now, it's less consequences associated with things today. And I say that meaning that um, it's a lot easier um, resource wise. Um, when you talk about either finances in, in a general aspect, um, time is always a commodity we can't really afford to, to get rid of, but um, information is out there. Information to make to make those decisions quicker. Um, people to look back and there's a historical database now of things that have gone a certain way. That when you look at things and make a decision, you can kind of gauge. Yeah, I think it's gonna go this way, or I really sometimes I don't care. Back in b- before it was really either the consequence I make is gonna be so detrimental that I need to be very very particular about making that. So in that case, patients come in is just really in my opinion, a delayed decision, I totally agree. It's not really about the patience of getting it, it's about the decision of going after it or not going after it and being willing to accept the consequences no matter what. Because I think that's the, the thing about today's generation. A lot of, uh, even though there's, there's some drawback, is like fearlessness is one of the things that come to mind when I, talk, when I think about it because they're not scared to lose the money. They're not scared to lose the job, right? But older generation, that was the major, major factors in the decision making is to prolong it, prolonged it, prolonged it. I think
0: that's you hit the nail on the head right there, is that a lot of the older generation is um a it's the uh all right, I'm not sure where what I just watched, but they pretty much had um a guy who was talking about, you know, it took forever for somebody to break. I think it was like the mile being done ran and under, I think it was 20 minutes or something like that. Crazy, whatever it was, but pretty much a number that now was like, who took that long to run a mile. Right. And up until that point, it was always impossible until somebody finally broke. And then it was like, everybody was doing it. and It was no issue. Right. It's the same thing that a lot of the older generation has. And I actually see it like with my mom where, you know, there becomes a cap of the feeling like you can't like, no you need to put time into anything and their impatience belief is more on the barrier the 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 like bar of where they believe that somebody can reach it's no different with somebody saying you can't do whatever that dream or desire is that you have it's kind of just their their lack of believing it's possible in the time that the younger generation wants to achieve right because the younger generation doesn't see like the need and necessity to say hey well, I can't do that until I'm there for 10 years. It's like, no, I understand how to do it. And I actually do it better, could do it better than the person who's been there for 20 years. So why would I wait, you know, to, to, to go ahead and start making change right now? And I think that's really where the gap is, is that they, they misjudge the, the, the desire to impact right now of the younger generation with uh, impatience.
1: And, you know, a lot of that is built through their experiences. You know, the, just in being in business of or just course. throughout life. So when you can't move in that type of way, or you can't really like, you have to work hard, and it took a long time. Versus someone who may have studied some industry or just know has a better understanding of how it works and how to add certain efficiencies or whatever. You know, there there becomes um, a certain level of intent that you move with, especially when you have the information backing you. So you know exactly what you want, you know exactly how to, or you think you know exactly how to get there. There may be some things uh, that you can learn a- a- along the way, especially when it comes to you know a mentor's guidance and experience to pass on to you so you don't fall for some of those pitfalls. Um, but I-, I think that the, the intention um, or just being intentional about what what you want and where you want to go is really what drives that.
4: Uh, you're you're right. Um, and here's the thing again. Man, in the old days, man, people believe man you had one shot, and right. really you only had one shot because the time it took you to gather the information to even take that chance was so long that you weren't going to have time to reinvent and research all over again and get in position. Nowadays, things have changed. You can be intentional. You go out there, you get the information, you try, you fail. Okay, well, we learned and let's keep on moving. You get information so much quicker and you have access to so many more people that it's it's not a one shot deal. Now, you might have six shots. Now, who knows? Um, It's all depending on how much work you're willing to put in. And that's why I say, I, I don't see anything wrong with, being able to decide what your purpose is or what you want to do or 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 what you want to give to the world quickly because look if it doesn't work you you can regroup
1: things change every day, I think you know being flexible and malleable in that in, in that sense of you know knowing that you have to adjust you know along the way, adjust with the times um, it, it it's important that you you have to have that
0: well, I think it, it was. The- <clears throat> Also, in a sense, though, they didn't have the opportunity to do that, right? Like, it was more based on, hey, you're going here either money-based or just because this was the opportunity that was afforded to you, right? Like, they didn't have the same visibility and insight into making a pivot. Like, if you really think about the older generation and what they they consider careers, because what they taught us was, hey, man, you go to school, go to more school, get a career, and you're there forever. You're not really going to change that thing. That is going to be what happens. And that isn't the case. And it's that the younger g- generation sees and understands, you know, it's okay to make that pivot. It's okay to fail forward. It's okay to, to try something and be like, you know what? I don't want to buy it.
3: Because a lot, a lot of that is the is, – we go back, and I, I swear we talked about it a long time ago. I don't remember what episode. have no idea. But that fear factor, right? So it, come, it comes down to, like, you, you want to protect – we put it in the kids, more day-to-day, but your kids, you want to protect their decisions and kind of guide them and mold them in the right way, because most parents are fearful that their kids are going to make the wrong decisions or make a decision that's going to be detrimental to them. Well, that whole thing, go to school, get a career, and work that career until you're dead or till you're ready to retire, dead in some cases, um, was the idea, because that's what our parents had to do. And the idea of going out and after a year, but like, I'm ready to go for promotion. They're like, well, hold up. And I don't know if you guys have ever experienced it. They're like, what do you mean go for the promotion? Like, you've only been in, like, you haven't got no experience." I, I, I saw everybody who didn't do it right. And I know what decision I need to make. And I think it's even more so with your generation. Well, the younger, I say the younger generation, um, because I look at my kids now and some of the things I we have the conversations on time. Are we really, putting out roadblocks for them instead of letting them go and be the problem solvers and, and failing for like you said. And I had to take a step back sometimes and like, look, um, there was a couple of decisions academically that I, I, I needed to make last, the end of last year when some things happened. But you know what? I let them learn the lesson for themselves. Um, and it was hard for me being in academics myself. Um, but at, I'm not, I don't want to go specifically to put a business out there, but like I was very upset with how they ended the year because they took their foot off the gas. Um, and it's not because of potential, it was just because they got lazy. And after you talk to them and talk to them and talk to them, but at the same time, they have to make that decision because daddy's not gonna be here forever, right? Hey, best lessons are learned, not taught. Right. So we could talk at people all day, and I think that's what we talk about generation to generation. But everything, I think, what the younger generation is teaching the world is that. All these resources, everything we talk about resources except time, time is about the only thing that's against us right now. No matter what you do day by day, minute by minute, it's ticking away. We never know how long that period is going to be. But all the other resources out there that everybody has at their fingertips, they're not scared to use them. They're not scared to to go out there and and question why and what and how. And when they do that, they get the answer they want. If they don't like it, they'll make their own answers and, and forward forward. So that's what I love about it, because they they that sense of I'm not scared, but we have to do our our due diligence and not to making them scared or or um kind of helping them see, put blinders on their eyes before they have a chance to see it for themselves. Big yeah. facts.
4: Yeah, and I think there's there's one other component to this, is that for the older generation, so those before the rest of us that aren't millennials um, there was always a pressure of whether it be your race or your gender, Mm -hmm. right. Of, well, if you mess up, then you may mess it up for everybody else. So take your time, do it right. Whereas at this point, it's like, look, man, run your race. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you're not big enough to mess up your race. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So you you, you got to remove that pressure of uh, that, that's not where we're at anymore. We've evolved from that to a degree. I know there some, there's some issues out there, but um, you can't put that pressure on them now that if you fail, you've messed it up for everybody else that looks like you.
1: And I want to go back to something you said earlier, Carol, because I think it's very important, and it kind of can get glossed over. And when you put up the quotations for generational. Excuse me. And you were talking about how the younger generation, quote unquote, you know, knows what they want, you know, accent, you know, with intent and, you know, maybe seem hasty or whatnot, but it doesn't necessarily have to just be the younger generation who knows these things. I feel like all generations have that within them and they know that they just have to, I guess, have maybe a little bit more push or, you know, need a little to move it a little bit more fervor in order That's to get it out there. Um, because like as you said, it's your race. So you can get out there and run your race and you can make that decision at any point in time.
3: That's why well, you got these six and seven year old that uh, are coming up with business ideas and, and and killing it. Like the one girl with the um the lemonade, I can't think of her name right now. Um, there was another kid I, I read about like a month or two ago who who decided like he he just started a community service project and it turned into this Worldwide initiative now, like, everybody running with it. Like, for mobile, they know what they want to do and what's driving them, and who am I to push them in this corner and in this box and keep them there when their minds are, can see much more than I can? Go. I got you. I'm going to support you. I still may, and instead I still may question, but that's for me. That's not for me to put up roadblocks for you, right? My question is your safety and protect you as much as I can, but that's it. That's something I need to get over with, not that put a uh, hindrance for you well said bro
1: so to kind of put a bow on this thing and you know wrap it up real nice what are some of the things that we can do or what are some of the things that you all do when it comes to like bridging that gap and making sure that you know you're supportive of the younger generation but allowing that younger generation to kind of know to push forward or or help that older generation kind of push forward
4: I don't think this is the proper audience to ask that question. We don't. I don't have that gap. So there's nothing. There's nothing I need to do because I don't. I don't acknowledge it the same way I don't acknowledge issues with females in the workplace depending on the environment. No, that's that's another employee. So Uh, if if, if you make a difference, then it is a difference.
1: So essentially, you know what I'm saying, not necessarily saying that you got your blinders on, but that's your approach. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't acknowledge those types of things. You, you make sure that it's an even playing field across
4: the, across the board. Listen, if, if I interview you and you get the job, I interviewed you for your ability to do the job just like anybody else that I think is qualified to do the job. Um, I speak to you as a human being Just as I would talk to anybody else that's a human being, whether you're older than me, younger than me, um, I talk to my three-year-old like he's a grown man. And people say it all the time, man, you talk to him like he's a grown man. Well, (laughs)
3: listen,
4: he's going to (laughs) learn, he's going to evolve. Um, And my thing is, look, if I say something to somebody of a younger generation or of a different um, gender that is not appropriate, hopefully we have enough open dialogue where we can talk and deal with that. And I think when you don't operate within those silos or put up those differences, then that's what leaves things open and we can have a regular conversation as opposed to it becoming a, a fiasco or, or, or deal or, you know, we got to go to IG and Facebook and post, you know, some type of, uh, social media war.
3: I think one of the biggest things too is just, again, I, I can't identify with some of them, but even just to put it in perspective of uh, me and my kids, what I had to do is get to the, I'm listening more of their reasoning because sometimes their, their desires and their wants doesn't make sense to me, but that doesn't make it wrong, right? And, and my, my oldest son, Mason, he's the prime example. He, he's, I know he's thinking about stuff and I used to catch myself of like, like, no, that's not what I said, that's not what I asked you to do. He just know it. for him, you had to validate the why. He'll do it out of compliance, but that's the, I don't want to operate out of compliance. That's how we get a lot of um, broken individuals who just know how to do a checklist to get yeah. by. Like, yeah. I, and that's not what I want for my kids. So I had to tell myself, like, look, stop him. And even though you may be frustrated with it not getting done, listen to the reasoning and then have a dialogue, just like Carol said. Like, I, I, I said the same thing. You talk to Asher like he's an adult, I, and I agree with that. I talked to Mason like that since the day he was born. Like, don't come around here without that baby talk and all that stuff. Talk to the boy because he's a young man, right? And that's the way you treated him all this time. Um, that baby talk with kids, especially when they, they start talking back, like, I, don't do that. Talk to them. And Asher understands. I guarantee he understands everything you say to him. And he understands the inflection in your voice when you're playing, when you're serious, when it's time to go back and forth. And he adjusts because he knows that. That's going to make him better prepared to deal with anybody he comes across in life as he gets older. Like the way he he deals with adults and, and older people, is going to be different than his peers, I guarantee you that. Just by the way he's interacting with you guys now. And that's what I love to see. And you can tell those kids to do the same way when they come in. And you can also tell the kids who are, are too much into um they don't talk to them like they talk to them like they're adults, but they're in the adult business. <laughs> right? There's a difference. Talk to you like adult, but being involved in the business of being an adult. Gotta find that fine line and walk it with kids.
1: Archie right, you got anything you want to add? I'm just messing around, man.
0: No, no, no. I, I, I definitely agree with Kay.
2: I, I think uh I talked to Namdi and, and uh Renze like right they're like they're adults. It's kinda of funny. My mom will go, Why are you talking like that? Because they need to understand like this is this is the way you speak to them. Like they have reasoning behind it. They understand the consequence or the reward for what they're doing. And they get it. And then I walk away and they're like, Oh wow, yeah, he actually understood what you're saying. I'm like, Yeah, this isn't an overnight thing. This has been practice for some time. So my apologies for for the, the, the quick vacancy and return. Um speaking of uh, Renze, he decided to uh wake up in uh, fearful way to get out of his crib. I've never seen him jump that high. But I got there in the time as he was jumping out of the crib uh, into my hand, So it was kind of interesting. You um, have so the, yeah, uh, the cameras. I do have a camera, but it's dark. But it might work. I'm gonna check and see. But he was. I've never seen him climb that fast, that high. Like actually get out of it. Nami mean, never did that. So it's just this way. Two different kids, right? Two different personalities.
0: That's how it happens. <laughs> It's just like you say, um, and people, you know, mistake you speaking to, to children as if they are adults, as if you're not going to allow a child to be a child. And that's like the wrong way to look at it. And that's why you can see the difference in the way that. You'll be able to deal with your child versus the way their mom will, or the grandma who's willing to bend and break and go with all oh, but look at the cute little it's like, no, if you talk to them, of course they understood. When I told him, don't jump on the couch anymore because it's gonna be a problem. And he stopped jumping on the couch. He understood, like he doesn't want he doesn't want to deal with that situation because he knows what the situation is. And and it's a constant battle, right, to be able to express that to them. And, and still have that conversation of like, I want them to, to, to be able to be good members of society. And that's what it always goes back to with me is like, if you're going to, to speak and treat somebody different, regardless if it's your child or another person, it's like you're ruining that piece that's being implemented into society by being biased, like allow them to, to be themselves, but still
3: treat them in that same level of respect. Mic drop. There it
1: is. Before we get ready to get up out of here, ladies and gentlemen, I wanna remind you, you can get this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud, the videos on Vimeo and YouTube each and every week. We back at it consistently every week. So make sure you're following us at thirteen four, Please on all those uh, podcast platforms and social media platforms and such. Uh, so every time we come back, Fresh, you got a brand new skit. So I don't know if you put any thoughts or ideas into that thing this time
0: around, but Oh man. What we got for Fresh Evasion this week, sir? Uh, you know, I've been uh
1: fresh off on my, 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 my
0: fresh exactly on my, my, my pilgrimage of, of fresh Invasion in life. You know, I've I've spent almost a total year um adding the addition of daily affirmations to to my life and to my Instagram uh public. And, you know, it it is very impactful. I didn't uh, understand how valuable it would wind up being as I continued the process. But um, having as many people as I have had hit me up, especially like offline and, and in my DMs and all that good stuff, you know, just telling me how, uh, how much it's impacted them and like how it's helped them out during the day. So I'll go ahead and share today's daily affirmation to go ahead and hopefully uh you know help somebody else out there today i am full of energy i'm doing my best every day i spread positive energy and encourage those that need it i love helping people i'm proud of who i'm becoming my actions make a difference wonderful things are happening everywhere i turn let that message hit you today resonate and be a, a, a positive influence as you impact what will be your weekend because it's dropping on friday so i know you're gonna listen enjoy
1: there it is we might have to start the podcast with that man i'm loving that energy right there we'll do it we'll do it easy uh phase on it's your corner baby
2: man listen today
1: <laughs> wait 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 wait, wait. <laughs> Hey man, listen, <laughs> I, uh,
2: I you know, never, was happening. I never, yeah, no, actually I was hoping this week would be a, no, let him slide by, but <laughs> you know, listening to last week's podcast, trying to figure out, you know, the uh, K brought up, uh, the whole headache thing and I was really took out to the heart and it was thinking about it and was like, gotta figure out what's making me have headaches is I've been having headaches since I was probably 12, 13. Um, so and it kind of goes up and down. There's good weeks. There's bad weeks. Last week was um was crazy. I woke up every morning with a headache the entire every day, and by ten o'clock it was gone. Um, but it was consistent. I woke up, had the headache, I would take some um, some medicine, uh, some ibuprofen, whatever it may be, and then went away. Um, and I don't know what it was. A screens what I know. I'm doing the right thing. I believe. It could be stress from the new house that was purchased. It could be thinking about that, getting all stuff done. I don't know. Um, but life seems fine, life seems well. So I think I'm gonna just take some time and daily and log the food I'm eating to see if that is the case. So um, when there is a problem, and I guess internally for yourself, take a step back and just log what the problem may be. You gotta start from scratch and figure out what it is. And, uh, you know, today's corner is just take a step back and look and see, look at it, track it, see where it is, and then do something different every day. And you'll find out what that, that thing is that's causing it. Um, so hopefully by next week, I'll know where it is. If not, I'll be going to a, is it podi- Okay.
0: That for diatrice? Uh, for, for your feet.
2: Okay, cool. That's not a problem then. That's well, fine. Gut, foot,
0: yeah. So. I'm about to say you need the 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 Maybe. have you done the gut test? The the yeah, I'm gut biome. Yeah, there you go.
2: Say again? The
4: gut the biome
0: bio test?
2: test. No, I've not done gut test. Um so yeah, so that's the next step. But hopefully it all be well. Uh, I'm gonna keep my, my positive energy out there, but today it is tough. The lights are low, the hat is low. I am struggling but i'm here
0: i definitely would uh suggest you do a gut bio for you to have some type of issue like that and you're not a um you know you're an overall generally healthy dude that i I would definitely suggest you go for the gut bio test because there has to be some type of trigger And and just like i was mentioning earlier with Kay finding out you know how 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 long in your life did you suffer not knowing that tomatoes were the biggest issue oh, in your life forever forever that it's in it, something that is right, everywhere man. you know what i mean okay. like to to really think about oh you're not familiar with the gut bio sir
1: man i don't know what you I, You heard me keep saying <laughs> because, <laughs> only because he God. said
0: podiatrist
1: and i'm like what? i thought you were just co-signing
0: everything the whole time. Oh, i'm lost <laughs> please reel me back in oh um, so <laughs> it's it's literally a test where they can check out how your stomach and everything as acid so, uh, go ahead carol they check Chris, the you listening they
4: check to see what um, bacteria you have in your stomach, right? And if you don't have the right bacteria, um, certain foods that you have, the basically the bacteria will get upset. Mm-hmm. And the bacteria is actually what causes you to have different reactions. It could be all types of stuff, man. It could be cold symptoms, flu symptoms. It could be headaches,
0: Every, rashes, be everything. blood pressure,
4: rashes, everything. eczema,
0: all types of stuff. It could be um, why you're fat. Like, it could literally be that you're you're healthy, but you you find out that, again, tomatoes might be a trigger that you had that you didn't realize, but you're eating tomatoes right. because they're healthy vegetables to you. And that's actually what's been doing something to your stomach that doesn't allow you to lose the weight properly. Like, it's stuff like that that you find out.
4: Yeah. And then, um, like, things like bloating and, and inflammation, all of that stuff can be affected by your gut biome. So, you test it, it basically comes back, it tells you what foods irritate your gut biome um and so so forth and so on and then there's things that you can do to heal your gut um mm-hmm. and to get the right bacteria in there um but basically we don't realize that we are a colony for other living organisms that are in our gut um mm-hmm. and depending on what you do you you irritate them or you make them happy or you have the bad ones and you need good ones to come in there and get rid of the bad ones so it's a very complex science that is gaining a lot of popularity now
0: that actually
3: might, and just for
4: the record, um, probably about six months ago, um, I dropped a link for all of you that it was on sale for 99 bucks. Um, and everybody just kind of remember. looked at me like I was crazy. Um, and I was like, all right, cool. Now it's on sale for 129.
3: I remember. I
1: can't just go to my doctor and tell them I want a good on.
4: Nah, it's a specialty. You might be able to. Um, they might be, they'll refer you to somebody though that you got to pay for anyway, all it's going to do is that the results are going to come back to your doctor and your doctor tells you when you can just go directly and the results come back to you.
1: Do me a favor, Carl. drop that link one more time, man. Appreciate you.
4: All right. I'll drop it for you.
1: All right. Uh, So coach K, we on you now, man, we got to get up out of here.
4: Art, one other thing, I don't know when's the last time you checked your blood pressure, but you may want to check that and see if when you have your headache, if your blood pressure is higher than it normally is ah
1: but wouldn't the headache cause the blood pressure to go like higher
3: the blood, high blood pressure it, it could no, go it's... either way
1: because i was i was getting headaches like that too and i thought it was my blood pressure also but then i realized that i wasn't eating yeah, you're
4: in pain so that causes your blood pressure to go higher but if your blood pressure is going high for some other reason that can then cause you to have
1: a headache yeah so it's another complex chicken or the egg thing but yeah, yep, try it out, man. We want to make sure you are uh, firing on all. Summaries. I'm about to say it
0: definitely is probably something at least worth also noting. You know what I mean? Just like right. you're taking notes on the food. If you just take a note of in the morning and in the afternoon and at night, what your blood pressure is just to kind of start tracking it as well, just to be able to, to understand. There it is.
1: Coach K, go on take us home, baby.
4: Um. Wow. So we started out talking about patience. Um and then that led us to generations or or people or whatever, just people that think that they are in a position to tell you what and how you should do something. Um, and really what I would say is look, communication and respect are the only prerequisites to the pursuit of your intention. I'll say it again, communication and respect are the only prerequisites to the pursuit of your intention so basically i don't care if you're a millennial i don't care if your generation we about to check out um generation z y whatever letter you want to give it um look make your intention known communicate be respectful and open up the lines of communication open up open up the bridge that will allow open conversation because I think a lot of things happen in just misunderstandings or miseducation, and if we can clear those things up, I think together as a whole, um, we will continue to evolve, and we will be a much better place um, for everyone to follow. It
1: is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for listening here with us on the 13th floor, where the furniture isn't always the best, but the views
0: the Thirteenth Floor. And we give some
1: clean health advice too. Back,
3: yo.
0: The Thirteenth Floor. Don't take that
3: floor. to the bank. <laughs> One twenty-four, baby.